Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Walking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Reed. Uptown girl. Now, Justin and Alec, how far is Uptown? Are we talking the Upper East Side? We talking to Harlem, Washington Heights, Inwood, then along the Deegan. We go right on up to, uh, oh, Riverdale. What about Riverdale? We'll take the Joe DiMaggio Highway up there, cross over the bridge, and then we're in the Bronx, but they call that Riverdale. And then make our way into Yonkers on the Sawmill River Parkway and eventually into Connecticut on the Taconic. You know that well, right, right? That's Taconic, right? On a day like today, though, with the rain, oh, Michigan, total Michigan, a little spritz in the Sawmill River, Taconic Parkway, that's it. It's like a tsunami. That's not why I'm talking about Uptown Girls today. Ladies and gentlemen, there are a number of you who are proud graduates of Manhattan College, the Catholic Liberal Arts College up in uh, Riverdale. In fact, they've been there many times, 22 acres overlooking Van Cortlandt Park. It's got about four on-campus resident halls. I think, uh, what do they call themselves, Wrong Way Lou uh, Rafino, the Jaspers, right? They're on the basketball court. They look like little leprechauns, the Jaspers. And they have quite the uh, quite the alumni list. All three who appear on WABC, uh, Michael Baricic, Rudy Giuliani went there. You can hear him every day from 3 to 4 and on uh, Sundays from 11 to 12. Then you have Ray Kelly, longest-serving uh, police commissioner in the city of New York, 12 years and the father of our own Greg Kelly. By the way, uh, I sided with Greg Kelly uh, in his ongoing battle with Aaron Rodgers, you know, who loves to smoke reef and go puff, 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 pass, and obviously uh, loves to uh, dabble in, what can we call it, uh, Justin? You're familiar with this, microdosing, right? Microdosing uh, acid. Anyway, I am proud Greg Kelly stood up to Aaron Rodgers, who's down for the count. But I digress, because we're talking about a school that has lost its mind, the administration, the board of trustees, whoever the chancellor is there. 
as you know, it's in a cluster up there, Mount St. Vincent College, Riverdale Day School, further up Horace Mann. It's like an educational mecca, so to speak. I, I remember being up there, wrong way, uh, Lurafino, I met Willie Mays for the very first time. Boy, is he a curmudgeon. Lives right up there in Riverdale, Herman Badillo. Spoke with him often, uh, along with uh, Mario Biaggi. It's quite a place. And then they had the Russian embassy up there. They had to close down because it was spying on everybody. Just got a long, long history. And I would have thought the chancellor and the board of trustees of Manhattan College would have learned from the mistake of Buffalo SUNY. That was ordered by Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb to provide dormitories for 44 illegal aliens that were shipped in from New York City back in May. 44 illegal aliens in one of their dorms. And the uh, chancellor of SUNY Buffalo said, hell no, they got to go. Gave them five days notice to pack their bags and get the hell out of there, go back to New York City. The... uh, County executive of uh, Erie County, Democrat, was so upset with Eric Adams because he said Eric Adams is guilty of technology through this uh, tainted uh, nonprofit that he gave a no-bid contract to for $432 million, DACO, whose CEO actually uh, resigned in disgrace on Friday because it was determined that And this is his name, Justin, believe it or not. Anthony Al Capone. Anthony Al Capone, the CEO of DACO. That he had made up his entire resume. I mean, he's like George Santos, too. I don't know who lies more. And Eric Adams, in partnership with DACO, started shipping illegal aliens up to Erie County in two separate instances at Super 8 motels in Cheektowaga, The illegal aliens raped female staff members. So that's it. There's no more illegal aliens being shipped from New York City to Erie County. So you would think the chancellor of Manhattan College in Riverdale, the board of trustees, the alumni, the parents, the students, would have revolted the moment that they heard that their administration was actually allowing one of their dormitories, a dormant dormitory, to be used to house illegal aliens. Right there at 238th Street and Waldo Avenue. And that the nonprofit involved in this scam and shakedown is called STAG, which I must tell you my wife Nancy is already starting to do a deep dive on. This looks very nefarious, very nefarious. So the board of directors of Waldo Gardens, right there, try to talk to the administration of the school, try to talk to the elected officials, try to talk to everybody in Zoom conferences, personal visits, phone calls, and finally they decided we're not going to be lied to any longer. Because neither STAG, the group, the NGO that has the contract, to put illegal aliens into this vacant dormitory uh, on the uh, campus of Manhattan College in Riverdale. They won't answer questions. And more importantly, the assemblyman in the area, Democrat Jeffrey Dinowitz and his son, who was some kind of sycophant and lackey to him, uh, was on a Zoom conference. People were asking questions from the community. And basically, he shut him down. 
He shut him down. And these are people in that area of the Bronx from Kingsbridge, Marble Hill, Norwood, Riverdale, Van Cortland Village, Wakefield, Woodlawn Heights, Little Dublin over there. And they were told to mind their own business. They don't know what they're, they're asking. That it's very Catholic to be able to accept those who cannot fend for themselves. And basically, pay your taxes, shut your mouths. We know what's best. You're the sheep. We're the sheep herders. And this is a matter between Manhattan College, this nonprofit called STAG, and the city of New York, which wants to find every nook, cranny, and corner in the five boroughs to shove illegal aliens to. So finally, this group, the board of director of Waldo Garden, says, enough is enough. And then all of a sudden, I notice uh, some rabbis, some uh, rabbis in that area, because every every second person in the Jewish community there, every male is a rabbi. How do I, Justin... These are your peeps. How do I know they're rabbis, right? How do I know they're not like martial artists who say, I'm a seventh-degree black belt? Who made you a seventh-degree black belt? Well, you know my seafood. Who's your seafood? What uh, what group has actually quantified you as a seventh-degree black belt? It's like martial arts. Uh, you're a rabbi. Okay, who made you a rabbi? What theological uh, school did you go to? Uh, where is your divinity degree? Can I see that? No, I'm a rabbi. Why is it every second male in your community, Justin Ellick, refers to themselves as rabbi? How do I know they're a rabbi? So anyway, they're out there already saying, you know, Sliwa, you'll have no rachmones. What the hell does that mean? Compassion, mercy? I have no compassion and mercy? All you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, go to my Facebook, go to my uh, Twitter account, go to my Instagram Go, in fact, to the WABC Facebook. They posted it earlier today, and you'll see me and Art, an African-American homeless man who's been forced to live in the streets, who went to the Hotel Roosevelt, Justin, went to the Hotel Roosevelt, said, could I have a room? You know, I'm an American. Could I have a room? No, no rooms for Americans. No rooms for you. Only for the illegal aliens. And on Saturday, unfortunately, Art was in a situation where he had to defecate in the streets because nobody, nobody would allow him to use their lavatories, their bathroom facilities. Nobody. Yet if you're an illegal alien, you get a hotel room that we pay for, $368 a night. You get a shower, you get a bathtub, you get a toilet. Many of you don't even know how to use a toilet. Third world countries, some of these places don't have toilets. And yet Art, who went to... uh Went to Jefferson High School in East New York. Well-spoken. You got to look at this video. It's going to break your heart. Eric Adams, uh, the way you're treating your peeps, African-Americans, it's so humiliating. You forced them to the back of the bus in order to take care of people we don't even know who haven't been vetted, who haven't been vaccinated, who haven't been medically or criminally checked. And they get everything. And African-Americans down on there like get, get Ugats, get bupkis. Like, uh, you got to look at this video, and you'll totally understand what I'm talking about. So there's Jeffrey Dinowitz, this assemblyman, product of the corrupt, corrupt Democratic machine of Bronx County, the Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty. Oh, my God, he's got Dinowitz in his back pocket. He basically shouted down the community, well, that ain't going to work no more. So I've been asked to lead the rally next Sunday in Riverdale. 
right outside where that uh, empty dormitory is that they want to turn over to the illegal aliens. How crazy is that? At 238th and Waldo Avenue, rain, snow, sleet, or shine at 2 o'clock. And if you happen to be sending your kids or you work in Manhattan College or you're part of the alumni, I mean, in any capacity, do something to stop this madness. SUNY Buffalo has said, no, 44 of you, out you go. We've had too many problems since May. Pack your bags, you have five days to leave. Do you think these illegal aliens are going to be any different, Manhattan College? And how could you do this? How could you do this to the parents who are entrusting you with their children, their young adults, especially the young ladies? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the anthem whenever we talk about Floyd Bennett Field and the signed contracts, the death warrants that have been signed by Kathy Crimewave Holcomb and Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, who on Friday have the complete permission of Joe Biden to set up shop their tents and all their supplies to house 7,000. 500 single able-bodied men of military age. I'm going to be asking their delegations, especially from the sub-Saharan desert area of North Africa, aren't they supposed to be doing mandatory military services? Is that one of the reasons they're running away? Don't want to serve their country? And how the hell are they getting the money to come over here? $8,000 just to fly to Mexico City. How are they getting that kind of money in? Anyway, stay tuned to that because I'm going to be hitting every one of these delegations uh, of the despots, tyrants, and dictators 
who have tied our city up in knots for this uh, General Assembly annual festival that they have at our expense. Because that's all it is. So there is a packed train of cheering illegals heading to the U.S. You've seen all the newscasts, and they just keep coming in waves and tsunamis, most of Venezuelans. So Maduro, now in charge, having taken over for Hugo Chavez, is basically uh, doing what Castro did in the 1980s, clearing out his jails, his mental asylums, getting rid of all of his dissidents that want to topple him. And telling him to go north, go north to the United States. Just get your way to the Mexican border and you could easily pass through. So the majority of the illegal aliens coming in, a nine out of ten asking to go to New York City once he crossed the border, are the Venezuelans. And then quickly followed by massive numbers from other third world countries all over. And the guy who uh, invited them all in when he went mano mano with Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, who was so overwhelmed uh, by the constant invasion of illegal aliens into Texas that he decided, you know what, we're not a sanctuary state. We'll send uh, these illegal aliens to sanctuary cities, sanctuary states, the majority of which want to go to New York City. And I'll never forget Swagger Man with no plan boasting to the world at a conference in Washington, D.C. that he can handle it because he's the man. I'm the CEO of the largest corporation in America, and my bald head, earring-wearing Swagger is running this city my way. My way. That's Swag. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, in a corporation, right, don't the stockholders get an opportunity to recall the CEO, right, to have another, like, you know, we need recall here. This guy's out of his mind. And then in his tour of excuses, he decided to hook up with his mentor, Al Slim Shady Sharpton of the National Action Network of Hate on MSNBC, and say that because he has decided to spend all this money, our tax dollars from New York City, on these illegal aliens, the people who are going to end up being hurt the most are the low-income New Yorkers, which are predominantly his peeps, people of color. We cannot ignore the fact we spent $2 billion already. We're projected to spend $5 billion. That money is going to come from somewhere. If we don't receive help from the federal government and additional help from the state government, then this is going to come from somewhere and it's going to hurt low-income New Yorkers. No, no, you're hurting low-income New Yorkers by cutting the budget because you'd rather take care of illegal aliens that we don't know, that we didn't ask to come here, that serve no purpose other than maybe in the future getting ready to register to vote for Democrats till the day they die, and maybe in your warped way of thinking, after you've been microdosing all day with your staff at City Hall, Eric Adams, thinking that one day you're going to be president of the United States with a black vote and a Latino vote, the Latinos so thankful to you that they were able to make it here to the promised land. I mean, you talk about somebody microdosing uh, in a drug-induced psychosis. That is Eric Adams. And meantime, we know what his motivation is. 
has nothing to do with the welfare of illegal aliens or the welfare of the citizens of New York City. It's all about money for him and his cronies. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. You know what he's doing at City Hall today at about 5 o'clock, Justin? He's meeting with a delegation from Pakistan. Because uh, these crooks are here for the annual march of the dictators, despots, and tyrants. And he's sitting down with them because, remember, he gave them $275 million, no questions asked, to lease the Roosevelt Hotel, which the crooked government of Pakistan owns, lock, stock, and barrel, gave them $275 million so that he could lease a 1,000 rooms in the Roosevelt Hotel for three years. Now, you say contract with crooks, and crooks will always say, where are the kickbacks going? Friends of Eric Adams. Who are the lawyers who negotiated that deal? Who are the realtors who negotiated that deal? No doubt people who have contributed to uh, Eric Adams' campaign previously, and he's already fundraising to get reelected, adding insult to injury. He's meeting with the delegation of Pakistan at City Hall, maybe to get more kickbacks. From a sweetheart deal, he gave them $275 million to house illegal aliens at the Hotel Roosevelt, a thousand rooms, for three years. That's insane. And you know why? You could say he's crooked, and I agree with you, but really, he borders on what he calls himself. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do, Justin. You and I are in agreement. I think wrong way, Lou Rafino. When we don't quibble with the the mayor on that, can I hear that one more time? I mean, because he really says it all. He's an incompetent, incompetent to manage this crisis that he created by welcoming in the illegal aliens, offering to give them everything, denying his own citizens, especially African Americans, telling him to get to the back of the bus. And that makes him the most incompetent person in New York City. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do. We don't argue with that at all. So here it is. We'll be sitting down with the delegation from Pakistan, and they will be making more deals at City Hall today. What a disgraziato. What a shanda. But in continuation, the illegal aliens are pouring in by the day. This is what I would suggest, that Eric Adams grow a pair. Justin, please take meticulous notes because nobody at City Hall talks with me any longer except for the rats, the people who are providing me the information. Uh, In fact, I'm ahead of most of the plans that Eric Adams' administration have to screw neighborhoods by shoving illegal aliens into every nook, cranny, and corner. But I'm talking about the people who maybe advise him. I don't know if he even takes advice. Let me remind you, there was a time when Ed Koch was the mayor of the city of New York. I remember it as if it was yesterday. He was my nemesis because of him I ended up getting locked up all the time, being given wooden shampoos, concrete facials, and my paperwork being lost when I was locked up in the tombs, uh, Bronx House of Detention, Queens House of Detention, 
Brooklyn House of Detention, and Rikers Island. I mean, they lose my paperwork for days. But Ed Koch at that time in 77 was not the mayor yet. He was a congressman. Uh, he was running against Mario Facha Bruta Como, uh, King Como the first, uh, who was in a runoff, uh, election against him to become mayor of the city of New York, uh, on the Democratic side. And what was interesting about that is in that year of 1977, Andrew Evilized Como, King Como the second, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Como, King Como the first. And by the way, uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino, do you permit me to please give the Andrew salute? Can I give him the salute out there in the Hamptons? He's listening on our FM affiliate, WLIR. Andrew, ascendeme, tu siu provienos facim. And you're a ski foser, just like your father, Mario. That was the year he came up as campaign manager for his father's failed attempt to become mayor to beat uh, Ed Koch in a runoff primary, the Democratic primary. Uh, that campaign, uh, which uh, evolved into vote for Cuomo, not the homo. And they thought that they, that would uh, sort of gild the path to victory. It backfired on them. Koch became the mayor. He wasn't yet mayor. And so Jimmy Carter was arriving for what? The annual uh, parade of dictators, despots, and tyrants to the General Assembly. And all the top Democrats were assembled at the heliport on Wall Street. In fact, uh, Jimmy Carter, the president, was flying in on Marine One there, and he met a delegation, including Little A. Beam. He needed a microscope to see him, the outgoing mayor. Uh, the rest of the uh, Democrats, uh, the elected entourage. And then Ed Koch came up to him and handed him a letter. And in the letter, it said, Mr. President, I'm really troubled about your position on Israel. And this letter really lays it out. It was on conscious congressional stationery. He said that he and other members of the Jewish community here and abroad were very upset because Carter had turned his back on the state of Israel. More importantly, he was turning his back on the right of refugee passage for Jews in the old Soviet Union and he was very upset. Now, Ed Koch was ostracized for that. Hey, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. You got nothing to lose. Biden is here already. Justin, we got to track this all week while Biden is here. He's right down the block from us where we're broadcasting. There's an army of Secret Service and cops and other federal uh, public officials outside. Don't you think that Eric Adams... Should, should meet with Joe Biden about this immigration Michigan, right? And if not meet, head him a letter like Ed Koch did to Jimmy Carter. But you know something? Ed Koch had balls when he did it. Eric Adams has cocktail onions. And by the way, he would have to hand the letter to himself because isn't he, as he has stated often, the Biden of Brooklyn? This is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. On the streets of the Bronx is where I want to be. Standing on the corner, seeing. 
gang warfare in the streets of the Bronx, the South Bronx. And the NYPD has no grip, no handle on it. Probably the biggest disappointment so far in the Eric Adams administration is I supported elevating Eddie Caban, who's from the Bronx, Castle Hill, busted his shoes as a cop in the South Bronx, made his way up the ranks. And when Keyshawn Sewell said, sayonara, Eric Adams, I can't uh, be a puppet. I got to be able to run the police department as police commissioner. And I don't want to have to constantly have to answer to an unindicted co-conspirator, a guy who should have been in jail for police corruption, Phil Banks, the deputy mayor of public safety, but he became a confidential informer, a rat, against other cops. And uh, he's best friends with Eric Adams, so... It's the corruption train. So Eddie Caban stepped up, and I guess he knew what he was getting into because he is a puppet now. He does nothing on his own. And the very uh, birth, the very place that birthed Eddie and his twin uh, brother is on fire with gunfire. And the people who are suffering the most are senior citizens because it's senior citizens that are getting shot and killed, pushed into subway tracks, beaten in the head with heavy bags and objects. I mean, it is unimaginable to me. It was almost like a cardinal rule. When you were a thug or thugette, you just let left the uh, older people alone. And when I say older people, anybody 70 plus, you just left them alone. Now it seems that they're being targeted, number one target. Example, in Crossfire, Right in the heart of the South Bronx, 12.30 in the afternoon at 138th Street near Brook Avenue in Mont Haven. Two gangs are shooting at one another. Naturally, they never hit one another because they never go for target practice at like Rodman's Neck, you know, where the cops go and the shadow of City Island. No, they never go for target practice. They just pull out their toolies, their loaded nine millimeters with their clips and fire away. And in this case, a 71-year-old woman was killed and a second woman was wounded Thursday, 1230 in the afternoon. Then you saw the case, the horrific case of the 80-year-old man who was fatally shot in the head by a gunman on a scooter on a Bronx Street early Sunday at 168th and Ogden in Highbridge. I know that area well. Shot dead, assassinated, executed, an 80-year-old man. The gunman dressed all in black rode off in a black motorized scooter that no doubt was not licensed. There was no registration. There's been no arrest. And they're not doing stop and frisk. Not doing stop and frisk. And when I spoke to cops here at the 44th Precinct, I said, 
look, the gangs are running the streets there in the Bronx. Uh, when are you guys going to do stop and frisk? Well, they won't let us do it. Who? Eric Adams, City Hall. The real police um, uh, capo di tutte of the NYPD. A woman clobbering an 88-year-old stranger in the head with a heavy bag. And then an elderly man, 74-year-old Trevor Crawford, endured a terrifying incident in the New York City subway system after working 12 hours being pushed into the tracks. Luckily survived. And this is what's happening in the streets and the subways of the Bronx. And Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, has no answers for that. But we do have an answer here at WABC, and that's to assist the Tunnel to Tower Run. It's the annual Tunnel to Tower Walk and Run that'll take place next Sunday, starting at 9 o'clock, on the Brooklyn side of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. We all have teams here, individual teams at WABC. You go to wabcradio.com slash walk and click on the Sliwa picture, which is on the bottom. It's me and Nancy. We're on the bottom. Because they don't want us to win this contest. We're in second place behind Dominic Carter. The rest trail. Dominic and me and Nancy, look, uh, we're going to be there with our oldest son, uh, Anthony. We're going to be walking with many of you. If you can, see fit to make a contribution and help Team Sliwa become number one, second and none at WABCradio.com slash walk and click on the Sliwa picture at the bottom of the page and donate.